Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, who understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Mavi, I know before you go on your vacation to Seattle, um, I, I want to hear from you because by the time you get back, I think the site will be uh, like the new, uh, oh, look at Vegas going up three-zip, top shelf, McNabb going where Grandma keeps her weed. Woo! We went up in the high risers. What do you think of the site uh, changing for the better, the big, huge developments that are going on with my site? It really is an exciting time. I can't wait for it. I think the fans are going to love it. It's going to be a huge boost for them and us. It really is an incredible moment because people are going to freak out when they see what I've done to it because it's already badass, and now it's going to get even better. So while you're gone in the Pacific Northwest, do you think it'll be up and running by the time you get back, or do you think it'll be the following week? I think it'll be running right when I get back. Right around when you get back? Right around then. All right. It's amazing the changes we're making. You're going to absolutely love it. And people already love it. It's the best thing ever. It is the best thing ever. It's literally, I said the other night, I'm going to repeat myself. It is, it's better than sex. It has become, it is topped out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that has become, like, that's one thing and this is another. And this is cascading over that. Your love life is in shambles. Meanwhile, you know, my action is just incredible. Think about it. Like, when your chick starts talking about, like, like she'll say, you're bad anyway in bed, but you're making me all this money because of this guy, then all of a sudden your love life ramps up again because of me. Is that true, Mafia? It's true. My action is better than your action. Everyone that listens thinks they got it going on until I win their chick a bunch of money, and then she becomes just lucid. It's crazy. It's going to revolutionize every part of your life. <laughs> it is revolutionizing everyone's uh, bedroom activities. It'll make everything better. Relations have never been better. I'm telling you. Breaking records on there, too, by the way, Mavi. I told you tonight. Mavi was really excited about it. Actually, he could care less because he's going on vacation tomorrow. And I'm trying to make his last night here as miserable as possible because he gets to go on vacation for a week, and none of us do. I guess everyone else is on vacation. What's his name? And there's another goal. It's four to nothing. They're flying in. They're going to be leaving, going to the parking lot at the tank in San Jose. It's now four nothing on a stuffer in front. And Jones is getting lit up like a bong in San Jose. Wow, they are just killing the Sharks tonight. It's humiliating. And they beat him the other night, too, didn't they? In the opener Wednesday night? Unbelievable. They're just, I mean, the Sharks look terrible tonight. I think they may have put that one in. Thornton may have put that one in himself. It's the weirdest two-on-one I've ever seen. Did you? I think Joe actually put it in. You know what's funny? Uh, did you see, no offense, because I love Jumbo. Now, that guy scored yeah, it. Nosek, it was, Nosek put it in. He no. Took it off his body right. and handed it in. But I got to tell you, Joe, Joe really looked slow there, didn't he? 
I mean, he looked as he had looked twenty years worth of hockey on him there. Hair wearing him down. I, two years ago, when we talked to him in the playoffs, he's talking about how his wife hated that beard and couldn't wait for them to lose so he could shave it, and then he just kept it. He never shaved it. They're reviewing the goal, but that's a goal off the off the post, and he stuffed it in. And he, that wasn't a high stick. That goal's automatic. The only person that had a high stick there was Thornton. So anyway, Mafia, you're going to uh, Seattle tomorrow. Yeah, flying to Seattle tomorrow, spend a couple days there, and then heading to Portland. And we'll fly back from there uh, in a little more than a week. Matt, have you ever been to uh, Seattle or Portland? I have not. I have. Uh, I've been to both many times. Uh, they're both great cities. Uh, I think they're, and we're on in both cities. Mafia, you should be able to get some juice out of this. I'm thinking uh, somebody should give you something. Some... Well, unfortunately, our guy in Mac is you know, uh, breweries in Eugene, which is like two hours away. I looked it up. And if he was anywhere near Portland, it would have said, I'm stopping by. Let's go. Then again, uh, listen, the uh, when you go to uh, Portland, you should go to the Portland Brewing Company. That's where I did my live show. I hear there's a lot of good breweries there. I'm looking the forward to that. Portland Brewing Company's great. Tell them you are my producer, and I'm guessing you're drinking free pints. Because they oh, love me. I think the same people are still there. Listen, they own it. They love me. That, that listen. If I start talking right now about the Portland Brewing Company and those people out there, trust me, they're gonna call. Someone's gonna call and say, "Of course we still run it. Come out here and get your boy Mafia's buzz on." And believe me, you, their beers are twelve percent. The way I like it. I remember because I had a hundred of them and a hundred pills. Wait, are we on the air? So anyway, uh, I think you'll like Seattle. It's cool. Great bars, great music, uh, great seafood. Pike's Market's cool. Everything about it's cool. The restaurants, the bars, Nordstrom's, it's all good. You can shop there until you're blue in the face. It's a cool spot. It's a cool city for sure. I've always heard good things about both those areas. I've never been out there. And in the fall, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm just hoping that the rain holds off. When it, Looking earlier in the week, it was like 40% to 50% chance like every day. It's tapered off a little bit. So as long as it gets... And it's going to be cool, crisp temperatures, but I'm okay with that. As long as it's not pouring down on me, I'm happy. I've heard both, you know, I think things about both places. It'll be been. beautiful. Looking forward to it. The, the fall foliage there is probably, uh, I, you know, it's better than here. And here is pretty good. New well, York. probably it, ahead of, you know, where we are here. It's probably, you know, where we get to November, it's probably already happening there. Right. It's way into it there. It's already colorful and beautiful there. And then you'll go to Portland. And Portland's, Portland's a cool city, too. They got all kinds of, like, cable cars and everything. You know, of all the nights that he hasn't called, where's Steven Seattle? He's got to tell me where I got to go when I'm out there. Yeah, it's very disappointing that he hasn't come through yet. With Please tell me his favorite weed shops. You know, you would have thought he would have called up with some tips on where uh, to party and where to go, or some people in Seattle would give you some advice, but they obviously uh, don't have the stones to call up. I mean, it's unbelievable. You'd think that they'd call up right now and tell you, like, a, a cachet of things to do, like a lineup, literally. Like a, uh, what do they call that? Your b- bucket list? Like an itinerary for them? Yeah, like a, yeah. So anyway, Mafia is leaving tomorrow. He'll be gone for a month. Because he's not coming back. He's going to go there and stay there and become a hippie, Jesus freak, and start eating mushrooms and peyote. I've never done that. Those might be on the list, too. I think. <laughs> I think that could very well be happening this weekend when you're out there. I think they got those at the front desk at the hotel. The peyote's more for the desert, though, isn't it? What's the difference? They both make you a trip. Are we still on the air? Check one, two.
check. never got to the hallucinogenics. I check. stopped the pot. Check, 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 check. Anyway, uh, there you go. Have a good uh, vacation, Mafia. Thank you. Terry in Cleveland on the fan. For real? Yeah. I need a, I need a bourbon, man. Bourbon rags. There you go. Th- thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I love the show. I love you for real. I can ask you an honest question. Uh-huh. Honest question. Do you think that Nick Chubb could truly be the cornerstone of the Browns offense and honestly get us to the playoffs? Because I truly believe not the Baker, not the OBJ, not the Jarvis truly playing like the way a Brown's supposed to play. But I'm telling you, Nick Chubb should be the cornerstone of our offense. And I think that running behind Chubb can get us there. And I want to know your opinion. Well, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you that he's a really good player and that he can uh, change a game. And I think if he's having a big game, it takes a load off of uh, Baker Mayfield having uh, pressure in the pocket and having to run for his life and such. You saw how good they were against Baltimore with the, you know, not only with Chubb, but the play action was working every time. Once they started biting on Chubb, then the passing game opened up. It's simple. If they can get Chubb going, I think they can get Landry and Beckham going. Because I actually, you know, in the Jet game, whatever it was, that Monday night game, I thought they got uh, Beckham unglued. And then since then, I think they've, you know, disappointed in that department drastically. I think that they have not used this guy uh, to their advantage. And I still think they're, uh, you know, a good football team. Like, you know, whatever, they're even two and two. So this is a big game for them on Monday night. We'll be here for that one against San Francisco. Uh, you know, I don't deny the Niners have looked really good, but I think the, uh, you know, this is just me. I think the Browns are good enough uh, to go there and win that game. And uh, they're dangerous. So I believe they can play against anybody. And I think they are one of the better teams in the AFC talent-wise. So they have to get it all together. They look like they had it all together, I thought, in that um in the Baltimore game, uh, more so than the, you know, Jet game. That's the other one that they won, right? So uh, they, they had their embarrassing opener against Tennessee, and then they got things right against the uh, Jets and then uh, lost, and then they won again. So the big win against Baltimore I thought was really impressive because I think it gave them a nice little um, confidence boost inside the division as well. You know, at the end of the day, uh, they beat them in Baltimore, so now they get to play them in Cleveland, and, and that could be uh, the difference in the division and, you know, winning the division. So, yeah, I think they um, – I, I think Chubb's really good, and I think they need to keep pounding it with him for sure. Bud in Palm Desert, Cali, down in Palm Springs. Pharrell, I'll take a uh, cannabis-infused shot from you. There you go. How about that, Mafia? They're doing uh, infusion shots with the funk. Shake out. You know, actually – I go by the name of Reverend Bud Green, so I'm a big fan of Mafia there. My man. Hey, I wanted to bring up a couple of games this weekend. Um, All right. You think about the uh, – you mentioned the Brown game, but what do you think about that Indianapolis game? They're going for revenge at uh, Kansas City for the playoff game. Yeah, I don't even think they're capable of getting revenge because um, they got their ass beat so bad in that game. Uh, I thought in the playoffs it was embarrassing. So uh, I don't think there's uh, – I don't even think that's – you know, uh, on the offing. You know, I don't even think it's on the table. There's no, I mean, revenge. When you get your ass beat like that, I don't, what is their revenge for? Like, can they go in there and hang with the Chiefs is the question. And I think that, uh, you know, the Chiefs are undefeated. They're 4-0. They're 1-0 at Arrowhead. They're tough. They're laying 11. I mean, uh, I, you know, 
I think the number was even higher, unless I'm crazy, at some point this week. But that's a lot of lumber to lay. Uh, they just, I think the Vegas thinks and most betters think that the Chiefs are just every week automatic. Now, I don't think that way. Like last week I had them to win. They did. And I had the Lions in the seven and I double covered in that game. So, uh, you know, 11 points, a lot of lumber uh, to not take advantage of. Now, what you're going to need there is you're going to need uh, Brissett to, you know, throw a couple touchdown passes and you're going to need Mac to run one in. Uh, if they can score, I believe, uh, 21 points in that game, they have a shot to cover for sure. Uh, but they cannot, you know, in my view, have anything less than that. Because, I mean, Kansas City's going to score at least 28, 35 points, right? I mean, it's just automatic. So the Colts have to play defense and they have to score. I know that sounds crazy, but uh, they have to control the ball and get first downs and kill the clock. They cannot let... Mahomes out on the field for seven, eight series, you know, per quarter, they, you know, per half. They can't have it. They can't just have let them have it eight, ten times in the first half and second half because they'll they'll score and they'll beat you and they'll bury you. They have to get on the field. They have to get first downs and they have to kill clock and they got to score when they're in the red zone for sure. So uh, I think that's uh, going to be, uh, I, you know, I think it's going to be a decent game. And what was the other game? I don't remember what he said. The Brown game, but you mentioned oh, that. I, yeah, I already talked about that. I think they have a shot to, uh, you know, beat the Niners. But, you know, they could lose. Do you really, Mafia, think the Niners go to 4-0 after the bye? Because they got to be in great shape. They had a bye. They're rested. They don't have any injuries. They don't have any problems. And then Cleveland's got to go all the way out there and play on Monday night. Not only stay there all weekend, but stay through Monday night and play and then you know they'll leave tuesday that's a long trip that's brutal yeah it's a long trip but i think that extra day actually helps them it might burn them on the back end coming into next week but i think playing that night game instead of a play you know your clock a little off a little earlier or whatever i think it's going to work in their favor i think as you said the baltimore game was the first game they had that they were really truly a complete team on both sides of the ball you know we saw the pass rush with garrett against the jets just destroy them we saw beckham and you know, Landry do things. We didn't see Chubb run the ball like he fully can, and he just dominated that game last week. They lost that game to the Rams. Right, that was the one that they lost. But I think that, that was, was in Cleveland. Yes. Sunday night football. Right. I think everyone's all over the 49ers and hyping them up, and they had a nice start. And they're a good team all around. I think the Browns, though, are at this point a little better all around. I think we're going to see that Monday night. So you think everyone's going to bet on the Niners and get burned? I do. All right, 855 212 for CBS. Call the show. Get on the bench. Talk about any college or pro game. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Call and talk about any uh, college or pro game Saturday or Sunday. A lot on quarterbacks. Pitt quarterback Kenny Pickett. Uh, He's been playing great, uh, but I think he'll be able to go against Duke. He got banged up, a shoulder injury. And then Army quarterback Kelvin Hopkins, a senior, second uh, year uh, starter. Uh, he's uncertain about being able to go against uh, Tulane. And uh, if not, they'll go either with Jabari Laws or Christian Anderson. They're uh, allegedly uh, all kinds of injuries on Army, even though they had a bye. Purdue starter Elijah Sindelar returned from a concussion Saturday only to break his collarbone against Minnesota. So they're going to go with redshirt freshman Jake Plummer. 
at Penn State. People are running to the window for Penn State on this one because some uh, redshirt freshman's playing on the road in Happy Valley. And uh, also, they'll be without superstar wideout Rondale Moore, who got injured on the same play as Sindelar last week. So Happy you, Valley, where there's apparently some giant infestation of like these weird bugs. That like the, they're telling all their fans, like, make sure you check your trucks and all around your equipment and stuff before you come here. That there aren't these bugs that you're bringing there because they're just going all over Pennsylvania destroying stuff. Really? Yeah. There's, there's bugs attacking people? These like weird speckled bugs. Awesome. Is that like stink bugs? Those things are evil. Do you remember when I had stink bugs in my house? Those things are the worst. They're so huge. They never die. And then when you kill them, they, it smells even worse. Uh, UCLA quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson still hadn't practiced uh, as of yesterday. Questionable against Oregon State. If he doesn't go, sophomore Austin Burton will go. He played well in relief uh, at Arizona when uh, Thompson-Robinson went down. Also, Stanford vet uh, K.J. Costello missed the Week 2 loss at USC because of concussion and returned for the next two games. Now he's got a hand injury that kept him out of last week's win at Oregon State. He's not going to play. It doesn't look like uh, Davis Mills will go for Stanford uh, if uh, Costello's not ready. It doesn't sound like he is. Chase Garbers, who's been on the show, the Cal quarterback, he's got a long-term injury with his throwing arm. He's out. UCLA transfer uh, Devin Monster will uh, start at Outson against Oregon on the road this week. People are running to the window on that game as well. And then um, BYU quarterback Zach Wilson broke his throwing thumb in the fourth quarter of that, uh, the game at the Glass Bowl at Toledo last week. Had a hand surgery. He's going to miss the rest of the season. Uh, they're off this week, but uh, it looks like redshirt freshman Jaron Hall will play for them moving forward. They play South Florida next week. And then uh, Kentucky is open this week, but Troy transfers Sawyer Smith. He got the starting role when Terry Wilson was lost for the year, suffering multiple injuries and won't see much of any practice this week. So they got nothing but problems there either at Kentucky. Luke in Dallas, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell. Uh, hey. The ticket P1s, love you here. I just wanted to say that. Cool, man. Um but uh, I had a question for you about the Dallas Cowboys. I'm a big fan of them. But um, I don't know if I'm completely confident in Kellen Moore's offense. Uh, the Saints defense is pretty good, but they're going to face a lot more uh, better defenses later on in the season. Do you think their offense will hold up like it did the first three games, or do you think it's going to – Yeah, I don't, um, think there's any, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with them at all. I thought it was, you know, a really tough – Conference game on the road. Bourbon Street is no joke to play there at the Superdome. Uh, that's all there is to it. Later in the year, they play uh, in early December at the Bears. That'll be tough. They play late December before Christmas at Philly against the Eagles. That'll be tough. Uh, they got the Bills at home late November. That'll be tough defensively. They play at Foxborough the week before the Bills game. And then I actually like that Lions team, to be honest with you. I think Patricia's starting to turn the corner. They play at Detroit uh, in the middle of November. And, uh, you know, look, I, they have a game at uh, New York in early November. And then right now, uh, this is tough. Packers at home, at Jets, that's easy. Philly at home, I think they can handle their business there. But the Eagles can beat anybody. They went to Lambeau and won. So I don't think the Eagles are afraid of anybody. And they got to play them twice, obviously, all the division teams. So 
I think Dallas had a bad game. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm not one of these guys that believes that every single week you're going to be greased and, you know, just absolutely running on all cylinders and never have any problems or any third down deficiencies or any turnover problems or any injuries or any bad calls and bad luck. I think every team goes through all of that. And I just thought the Cowboys played flat Sunday night. They still could have won that game, but they didn't. It is what it is. Now go home, play the Packers, win the game. I mean, uh, you know, if there's such badasses in Dallas, then go win the game. It's simple, but have fun. It's Aaron Rodgers, so you know what you're going to be dealing with all day. That guy running around, slinging it all day long. Uh, rough shot over you. It's, uh, it's no different than when uh, Brett Favre played. I mean, they just keep coming at you the whole 60 minutes. It's no joke. So I think the, it's going to be a really good game. I love that game. I love the Ravens-Steelers, and I like the Packers-Cowboys. They're my favorite games. But uh, I think that Monday night game that we're coming in here for, Monday night at 10 on CBS Sports Radio for on a bench for that uh, Browns-Niners, I think will be a good game in uh, Santa Clara. As I told you earlier tonight that the officials of the Niners and the city of Santa Clara, they just loathe each other, and they cannot stand one another. All they do is sue each other and hate each other's guts. It's awesome. I wonder if they all go to the game, though. You know, all the same people that can't stand the management of the Niners. I wonder if they still go to the games or if they boycotted the team. Because I know they're suing the hell out of them. This is Pharrell on the bench. Flurry working on a shutout tonight. Uh, he's still got a ways to go. Uh, about 15 minutes left in San Jose. But they're kicking the Sharks' ass 4 nothing. It's been ugly tonight at the tank. And uh, the Vegas Golden Knights have just been pouring it on. They got two goals per period. Here they are in a third with an easy one tonight. Uh, I'd be shocked if they don't finish this thing off, to be honest with you. 855-212-4227. You got to get on PharrellOnTheBench.com. I mean, absolute must. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L, PharrellOnTheBench.com. All my college and pro picks are up. They're all ranked, favorite to least. You're going to love it. You get everything, baseball, every game, boxing, MMA, every big fight. There's a, a big Triple G fight this weekend, a UFC card in Australia, hockey, every pick, every play, every day, everything that's on the board, all of it on PharrellOnTheBench.com. The site's going to get even better in the next couple of weeks. We're changing the whole thing to make it more kick-ass for you, the fans and customers. And uh, the results speak for themselves. Four weeks in the NFL, 79, 77, 62, 71%. Documented. Back-to-back 64% weeks in college football. Documented. Hit my top five plays last week. Seven of eight. Eight of ten. Are you kidding me? Sign up. Hide the money from your wife. Everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. Jared in Louisville, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell. Hey, Jared. What's up, brother? Love the Pharrellin' show, man. Thanks, dude. Hey, uh, it's been 100 degrees down here for like a week. Right. Can I get a really tall, cold Bud Light? Can we get him a cold? Budweiser. That's Bud Light. I can't drink that Budweiser. That's all right. I just I just say it that way. Getting it started that way. <laughs> I got you a Bud Light. Don't worry about it. Hey, I want Mafia to go up there and uh, have a good time. Uh, find the Mean Green, and uh, he might hang out with Nick Dodge a little bit and try to find Bigfoot if he can. Yeah, Mafia. Maybe you could go find uh, Bigfoot at, like, Mount Rainier. You could go, like, maybe, you know, search for Bigfoot. Forget that. The only legendary thing I want to hang out with, if I could find the time, is your boy Mike Leach. Oh, go yeah. hang out with Mike Leach and Pullman. That's what I'm talking about. Roll up to Pullman. He'd treat you. Here in Kentucky. He was a great guy. He is a great guy. Yeah, he's a trip. He's a good guy. 
Yeah, yeah the swashbuckler. Yeah, I got a question for you. Talk yeah. about some title players. I'll shoot you one. All right. You ready? Yeah. Pittsburgh's got seven first-round draft picks on that defense. Right. They seem to be underachieving. What do you think about we get rid of Butler and we bring in Rex Ryan? Uh, yeah, I don't, that's not going to happen. I, I really don't believe that uh, Rex Ryan's leaving the ESPN confines of New York City and the get-up show that he does uh, on TV. I think he's got, a you know, a, an easy, cushy gig. And, you know, he made a lot of money coaching in the NFL like they all do at the time he was coaching. So I, I don't see the Steelers hi- hiring uh, Rex Ryan in any capacity. What else? I just think he's a great defensive coordinator. I think it would be a great fit, bring us back to what we should be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think, you know, one of the things I've learned about the Steelers over the years and and that I, you know, uh, covered them and traveled with them and worked with them and everything is that they don't don't listen to anyone. Well, I'm from Pittsburgh. I know, but you know then that the Roonies, they don't listen. They they don't, they, you know, that's it. They don't listen to outsiders, fans. They don't listen to the media. They don't do whatever they want. It is what it is. That's why they've had three coaches. You know, they don't have right. they don't have fifty six thousand coaching changes every week. They just don't do that. So uh, I don't yeah, think they're don't gonna do the free agency uh, yeah. game. But the thing is, I think you know, we're getting ready to make a. I think we're gonna win this week. You know, I think we're gonna turn around. Well, we also, they got a shot. It's not gonna be easy. That game's gonna. They're gonna have their problems. Uh, the Ravens looked bad last week, so you know they're gonna want to turn it around. So they don't want to look bad again. Uh, their season could start slipping through their fingers. I think they're better than who they were last week against Cleveland. I thought the Browns ran the ball down their throat. I still think the Ravens are a dangerous team. I think that division will come down to the Ravens and, and Browns. And uh, if the Steelers win this game, they're right in the thick of it. They, then they are alive and breathing and in the thick of it. And if they lose, they go to 1-4, uh, and and they're uh, completely on uh, Finito Island. There you go. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Greg and Charlotte. Hey Scotty, love the show. Thanks, man. Okay, Colin. Can we get him a cold beverage of choice? A little frothy Ferrella cup. Oh, shake out a. Thank you, buddy. Hey, yeah. listen, real quick. I'll get off the air here. But looking at the Panthers going forward, we've got a new owner now. You know that, right? I'm just looking at um, Kyle Allen. I mean, is this smoke and mirrors? Is this for real? I mean, can we look at uh, Kyle Allen as, as maybe like the Nick Foles that comes in and he's winning games? And, you know, winning cures all. But yet, uh, here's Cam Newton in the wings, maybe coming back, maybe not. So let, let's see your take on this. Well, I don't think he's coming back this week. So I think Kyle Allen will play. And I think he's done a really good job. You know, anytime they ever went to him in the well, he came through for him. He did it against the Saints, like when he, you know, when he came in for Cam Newton, whatever it was last year. The guy can flat out uh, throw it, and he's not afraid to play. And so far, he's done a really good job for the Panthers. So, I think that's going to be a great game between uh, Allen and Minshew as the Jags go to Charlotte at one o'clock on uh, CBS uh, Sunday. I think that's going to be a decent game. I mean, the Jaguars have a legitimate thing going now with this uh, Minshew guy. It's crazy that Foles, you know, broke his collarbone or whatever, and that he's out. He'll be back next month, and uh, you know, obviously they're paying him tons of money. He's gonna get his job back. But this kid Minshew has certainly made a name for himself, and he's played terrifically, I think, and uh, he's dangerous. But you know, ever since Allen came in, the Panthers have looked really good. So the bottom line is, is that 
you know, I hate to say it, but it's true that Cam Newton looks like crap, and that's just all there is to it. So at some point or another, it looks like he's, like, regressing, certainly, and he does not look good, and, you know, he was injured. I get it, uh, but if he's healthy, I want to see him play fully healthy because uh, when he's playing injured, I think he looks terrible, to be honest with you. 855-212-4227 is the number to get on the bench. So there you go, Mafia. Um, You know, I'm not going to put up with any of that nonsense, so we just erase him from the face of the earth. Anyway, I'm watching this uh, hockey game, and then what's the baseball game? Down to, it's 4-2 now. Nats and eight, uh, what, they throw Scherzer out there? They threw Scherzer out of the pen in the eighth. I mean, if it's a win-or-take-all game, maybe, but people were assuming he was going to be your game three starter after Corbin pitched one, Strasburg pitched two. Now you lose him for game three, and you might, you know, go back down to one of the series. Is that a smart move for them? He... So what they bring him in in the eighth? They brought him in in the eighth, yeah. Yeah, they're de- but they're up two runs, and uh, I think you they're going to gonna... pitch him on short rest tonight for an inning, and then pitch him as, as the starter on Sunday. Can you? No, they can't pitch him Sunday. So that's that. But they had their bullpen was completely uh, ready to go tonight. They had all their guys were completely rested and ready to go. Because remember, game one was so all Dodgers. So at Sanchez and all those guys, Doolittle, they were all completely ready to go. Why wouldn't you go to them? I don't know. That, that's what I question because I, now you lose this guy. You, you essentially took him out of the rotation for the series. And still maybe what, game five? At well, they, oh, they pitched Doolittle tonight already. So there you go. Five nothing of Vegas. They just scored again. How embarrassing are the San Jose Sharks tonight in front of their fans as the place they're pouring out of the tank to just run to their cars? To, they don't even. They're peeling off their sweaters so no one knows they're a Sharks fan. That's how bad they look tonight. I mean, my God, and I think that's no second goal of the game. Jesus, I mean, they are just absolutely killing. And Carlson was the guy on going back on D, just getting smoked on a two-on-one break. Oh, my God, the perfect cross-ice feed and the stuff for the 5 nothing Vegas lead. How humiliating are the Sharks tonight? Oh, my God. They just gave him a power play. I don't know for what reason. The game's over. They should cancel the rest of this game. It's so bad. My God. I got to tell you, though, I am enjoying... Uh, watching the hockey now that it's back, right? And I saw this game tonight. It was very disturbing. The Devils were up 4 nothing, right? And they lost that game 5-4 to the Jets. How do you lose? It's the first time, like, literally, I think they showed some stat between the two teams. They were, like, 293-1 and when they lead by four goals in the third period. It's the first time they've ever – it's the worst loss ever for the Devils in their history. But they, usually 3 nothing's a bad lead, not 4. 4 nothing. that they lost. It's the first time it's ever happened. And you're rolling so you know big in that game that the fourth – I think it was the fourth goal was the one where the guy's like falling down to the ice, just chips it backhand, somehow gets it in. Like you're just dominating him so bad, everything's going your way, and then you just completely fall on your face after that. Five, they gave up four straight goals and then lost in a shootout. That's terrible. The Capitals. That's the way you want to start your season. No, the Capitals beat the Islanders uh, two to one. The Leafs have won again. They're two and zero, oh, and they play again tomorrow night. They won in Columbus. They play tomorrow night against, I think, Montreal at home. And then Philly won. 
4-3 over the Blackhawks. Are they going to stink again, the Blackhawks? And Vegas is up 5-0 on San Jose. By the way, tomorrow there's 13 games in the NHL on Saturday. Like full slate city. And as I mentioned, there's some uh, really good games. Like that uh, Montreal-Toronto game, I think is what I saw. It is Canadians and Leafs at 7 o'clock. And uh, that one's in Toronto. The Sabres host the Devils. The Lightning are in Florida to see uh, the Panthers and Bobrovsky. Rangers are in Ottawa. Canes and Caps in D.C. Penguins host the Blue Jackets. Stars and Blues in the Arch City. Red Wings are in Smashville to see the Predators. The Bruins are in uh, Phoenix to see the Coyotes and, and Phil Kessel's cousin. Wild and Avs and Rado at the Pepsi Can and the uh, Canucks Flames at uh, the Saddledome for Alberta. Kings Oilers in Edmonton. They had a big opening night win. And Sharks Ducks tomorrow night in Anaheim. Jesus, the way the Sharks look tonight, oh my God. How can you bet on them? I mean, they look terrible. What was that tonight? I don't even know what that was. I mean, if I'm their coach, I'm cussing them out after this game. Like, are you serious? How much are we paying you? I mean, how do you lose, like, 5 nothing at home to your rival? Like, you can't even score. Seriously, you're getting your ass beat so bad? Like, if I'm there and I paid 200 bucks to see this tonight, I'd be booing. I'd be so mad. I'd be drunk. Because they just look terrible. Like, they're not even skating. They're not even trying. I mean, they're an embarrassment to themselves. Seriously, like, that's how bad they look tonight. I mean, Flurry's made a joke of them, a mockery of them. I mean, it's like they didn't even try in the game. Like, honestly, you can even see it right here. The uh, the Vegas Knights are laughing at them. They're actually, because they hate each other's guts. We talked about that this week. The rivalry between these two is pretty good. They can't stand each other. They always run the commercials for my old boss's son, the lawyer. Remember when you're in Vegas, you see all those commercials, Mafia, for the lawyer that was my boss's son? He's all over the Vegas night games. Yeah, watching it now. So painful. No wonder people hate him. Seriously, he's on 50 million commercials every day in Vegas. Drives you nuts. You sit in your room if you're taking a shower or something before you go to the casino. All you do is see the same guy on your TV every 30 seconds. You want to shoot yourself. Seriously. I can't even take it. I remember when that guy was a kid, too. I remember. That's how old I am. I saw him grow up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.